In episode seven of Tennessee Hoop Talk, we have a 500-plus win and state title-winning boys and girls basketball coach, a student assistant coach under the legendary Don Meyer at David Lipscomb, who later earned a spot on some of the, the incredible Bison teams, a meet-and-three connoisseur, and currently the head coach at Summit High School. Welcome in, Coach John Wild. What's up, Coach? Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on. This, this is a great thing you're doing, and I'm, I'm happy to be here, buddy. Thanks, man. I'm just, uh, I bet you didn't know I knew how to pronounce connoisseur. <laughs> I had to practice. That's County Education. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's, let's dive in. Let's go back, let's go back to, the, to the past a little bit, if you'll, you'll ride down that lane with me. But let's go back to, so you were, you're an Atlanta kid and uh-huh. start, started at David Lipscomb um, as a student assistant coach. So tell people, so were, were you recruited out of high school, coach? So, you know, first of all, you said Atlanta. I, I, I remember 4,000 to 5,000 people at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium in, in July in the 70s watching the breaks, you know. And I told somebody today, I could go on MARTA for a quarter, eat at the varsity for $4, go sit by Nakahoma's TP for $3, and when my dad gave me a 10, I'd give him some change coming home. I mean, that... <laughs> Yeah, you know that's how times have changed. But uh, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, and and I tell you, they they recruited me, um, never offered me. So you know, I just had simple story. I had a bunch of buddies going to school there anyway. Um, so I went to school, and I was there for a couple years, and basically hanging out, spinning wheels, and uh, you know, not really sure what I wanted to do. I thought about journalism for a long time. Um, but then finally decided, uh, you know, I'd had enough history courses that I'd taken. Um, Robert Hooper and Jerry Gall were, were some some great history teachers of mine at Lipscomb, and I really kind of fell in love with it and liked it in high school and fell in love with it even more. So, I, you know, I figured out, I, yeah, what the heck, I'm going to try to teach history, and uh, you know, I'd like to coach a little basketball. So I went over in uh, – the spring of 86 and they had just won the national championship. And, uh, you know, I talked, just asked coach Meyer if they needed some help because I knew they had some student assistants. Um, Greg Glenn was a student assistant. Dwayne Easton was a student assistant. Uh, you know, guys that, uh, are in the education field today still. And, um, you know, he said, sure. He said, uh, you know, what's, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I want to, I'm a coach. I'm a you know secondary ed history guy, and so it kind of rolled from there. And uh, you know, I did that a couple years, and then um, you know eventually uh, got a spot uh, playing, and then uh, you know eventually put me on scholarship, which you know helped mom and dad back in Atlanta because I had two brothers. And yep. um, it was it's it's kind of a neat thing, and I'll tell this story. It. it this is so Coach Meyer when I tell you this, and anybody listening can appreciate it. Um, so we start practice, and I can't – I think this was 87 or maybe 88. It all runs together. And uh, first day of practice, you know, he calls me over, and he says, uh, hey, how many how many years you got left? <laughs> I said, well, uh, I got a couple. Uh, you know, this, this education program here isn't easy, and I'm a little behind. He said, uh, all right, I'll tell you what. Uh, 
go go talk to Snotty and get some gear. And then he just walked off. You know, it wasn't, uh, hey, how do you feel about this? Uh, would you like to do this? <laughs> there was no, hey, you, there was hey. no YouTube thing that uh, went no, viral. No, it's just like, <laughs> hey, get you some gear. Get back up here. So, so that's how so that's how you got the jersey that's how you uh yeah that, that's how it was you know i was gonna start another year as being a student coach and i was happy doing that because uh you know there's been many a guys that uh you know worked in that kind of capacity and went on to be successful in the education field like i said Dwayne houston greg glenn billy mooney was one mm-hmm. billy had a lot of success when he was coaching joe gaskins was another one and mm-hmm. uh you know yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it was kind of cool, but that was, that's typical coach. You know, he, he wasn't going to say much. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was greatly appreciated and still is today because I'm going to tell you, and I think a lot of guys would echo this, you know, I wouldn't be able to, you know, have had some of the success I've had without him giving me a chance and kind of giving me a philosophy of, you know, how to run a program and, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm forever indebted to him and always will be. Well, that student assistant coach, like you mentioned some of them, but that was a, I mean, what a program for, for guys in college wanting to get into college coaching and or high school coaching. I mean, several. Hey, and it was kids. truly coaching too, because, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, now, you know, in the summer we did, did our share of, you know, laundry and, and all that stuff. But, you know, I mean, we, we got to look at film. I remember, of course, the NEI doesn't have any rules, didn't even have any rules back then, still don't have any rules. You can pretty much do what you want to do. But, like, I remember riding to Cumberland, and I remember going over to Belmont, you know, when different teams would come in town, you know, in that old NEI league, and sitting in those gyms scouting for Coach Meyer. And then I'd, I'd – you know, late that night on my way back through, if even if I was out in Lebanon watching a team play at Cumberland, you know, I'd drive by his house and drop the notes in his mailbox. And, uh, you know, the next next day, you know, at some point in the morning, you know, in between classes, I'd go over and uh, he'd, uh, you know, he'd, he'd talk me, you know, through the notes and what I saw. And it, it was kind of cool. Yeah, it yeah. really was. And you, uh, you know, you, you love stories like that. You watch the NBA Finals. You have Spolstra and uh, oh, what's the Lakers coach? I mean, they kind of came up from film guys and and did the dirty jobs, like you mentioned. Uh, that's what that's what that's I like. It, about you know, guys, yeah. So, yeah, you know, and it. Um, I remember those long summer nights. You know, at that camp. You know, we'd be washing shirts till like one or two in the morning, and then have to be out at early birds on the outdoor court at six. And, um, you know, you were, you were making, you know, uh, enough just to get by, you know, to make ends meet, but, you know, you were doing it to try to, you know, get a jump and, you know, get a step and, you know, hopefully getting your foot, foot in the door somewhere to where you can make a career. Yep. And you did. So you started, what you started at Friendship Christian. I did, you know, um, Keith Edwards, who, played at Lipscomb and is now the middle school AD uh, out of Good Pasture, hired me for my first job. And I was Keith's middle school coach out of Friendship uh, for a couple years. And uh, I, I tell you what, and I think we may have had this conversation one time. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I'd have stayed with Keith probably three or four more years. I wasn't ready. You know, of course, we all at that age think we're ready, think we know everything. Uh you know, took a took a Harpeth job that uh, you know I wasn't 
near ready for. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was a tough league because, you know, that's when Drew and Ron were at good pasture. Yeah, y'all and had. Y'all Oliver had was at Lipscomb. Like every night. Oh, it was just brutal. And then playing you guys twice a year with, yeah. you know, yourself and, you know, Ryan and Shane. I mean, and, you know, y'all had a loaded cupboard up there. So, um, you know, it wasn't easy. But if I had to do it all over again, I, I should have stayed with Keith and, you know, some more some more tillage with him and then try to get something. But, you know, you live and learn. So you live and learn. the way it works. So you were at Harpeth for uh, three years and then you, you took a four county job. Um, yeah, Steve Williams resigned actually in October 95. And Billy Mooney had been there previously. Billy called me and he said, hey, look. He said, I've given him your name down in Lynchburg. He said, would you entertain going down there? And, uh, you know, I, I, I knew the success he had, the success Steve had. And I knew it was a place that they really loved basketball. And the kids just, you know, they were in the gym all the time. And the community kind of got behind you. And, you know, they had pretty good little single-A facilities. And, um, you know, so I, I went down there. And, uh you know, had a good run down there, had a lot of support administratively and from the community. And, you know, having Heath Harden didn't hurt either. So, um, uh, yeah, it was it was a good time down there. It really and was. And that was you won the – so you got there in 97. Is that what you said? No, 95. I went down there in 95, actually. And uh, i tell you what, it's a neat story. We lost three straight substate games. And I'm going to tell you, when those kids that were freshmen – uh, got to be seniors. You know, they had lost to Summertown by two points. They had lost to a really, really good Perry County team with Kirk Haston by, right. by 20 yeah. or 25. We just, got, we just got to talk to Kirk. Um, I didn't know you. Yeah, were. great, great guy. Yeah. And was a good player and great career at Indiana. And then we lost to Ezel uh, in 98 by two points. Was so, that Bo- you know, you talked about – do what now? Was that Boomer Herndon? Uh, no, it was Jared Shiree and Ron Sarber and okay. uh, Rusty McCain's kid was on that team. Okay. And, uh, you know, they beat us by two down in Lynchburg. We lost two of those games at home. Jeez. And, uh, you know, so then those kids going in their senior year lost three straight substate games. And <laughs> I'm telling you, that's some adversity, you yeah. know, knowing, hey, this is your last shot. Yeah. And uh, we kind of wiggled through it. And that's when they went to the sectional that year. And, uh, you know, Collinwood beat us in the regional semi. So by old rule and the way they used to do it, we had been done. But since they were having the sectional, they were taking three from the region. Uh, We beat Summertown in that regional consolation and went on the sectional and, you know, beat – B. Carcel Academy and um, Johnny Jackson will still tell you today that Harden goaltended the ball at the end when they ran the backdoor play, but it was a clean block that he pinned on the glass. So um, <laughs> I believe you. And then we beat, yeah, and then we beat Collinwood, who had beaten us a week earlier uh, in the regional. And then uh, that J- Jace Bryant was that the Jace? It Bryant? was Jace Bryant, and um, you know he was a really good player and went on at Freed Hardman and. Mm-hmm. Then, then Columbia Academy beat us in the sectional final. So, uh, and if, if I can back up, we lost the district finals. Well, we we lost 
three games in nine days wow. and still, you know, got to the state tournament and, and won three and, you know, we ended up winning it. So, Who did y'all beat um, that year in 99? Well, we beat Cosby in the finals. Um, we beat Hancock County in the semis, and we beat a really good Adamsville team in the first first round. Um, so uh, that was it. And uh, But those kids were resilient. Uh, just blue-collar kids, um, you know, and, and all of them, it's kind of neat. All of them have their own success story right now. Uh, you know, Harden, of course, is Mr. Basketball, went and played in, in college and is coaching now. And Jeremy Jean, uh, you know, he was in Moore County. I think he's back up in Rutherford County now, somewhere as an assistant. Okay. Um, Jeremy Jean coached here in Chapel Hill where I live for 12 years. He played for us. You know, he's just teaching school now. Robbie Altman did a tour in the Navy. He was a big cog on that team. Uh, Wade Harder was, uh, you know, went to Mississippi State, got his architectural engineering degree. Um, And then um, uh, Chris Fletcher, and this is kind of a neat story. Chris, born and raised in Lynchburg, his his father was – master distiller down there in at moore county jack daniels and chris just last week got named master distiller jack daniels at 39 years old oh, wow. and yeah it's kind of cool and he was on our 99 team too and, and played a big part so you know those 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 kids were special and uh you know i don't know if you got all those groups were great um that, that you know i've had a chance to coach and go to state tournament with but you know, that bunch is probably the, the most special because it was your first one. And, you know, they just uh, blue collar kids and always in the gym and would run through a wall for you. So what a four year. Anyway, what a four year. Yeah. Top it off. With yeah, some. it was great. And a lot of adversity going that last year. And they were really, really resilient. Yeah. So then you then you make the switch from boys to girls in 2000. And Coach Wild, I'm, did. A, I'm a Tennessee. I mean, I've lived east to west, middle, everywhere in the state, <laughs> traveling sales. I didn't know where Bradford High School was so I was looking at yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't either when I took it, really. So, <laughs> so where is Bradford? <laughs> so it's a little bump in the road between Jackson and Martin. And, okay. uh, I, you know, Gary Venata, who's a good friend of mine, he's, he's down at Montevallo now um, coaching. Um, he called me and he said, look, this Bradford job's open. He said, you know, you know, I know you've talked about going to the girls game because I really had, we had talked at some camps and stuff because I thought coach Meyer's system with the, with the fundamentals and, you know, the structure and all that. Uh, I really thought it suited the girls game better because I thought you could take the athletic ability out of the game more. I, I thought that, you know, it was, it was a highly fundamental system. I thought that, uh, you know, girls, have a tendency to listen just a little bit better than a guy does. So yeah. Um, yeah. pay pay attention to details, probably a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, so I did make the switch and I went out there and, you know, um, had some success. Of course, you know, we had some really, really good players too. So that always helps. So you won um, the, so you go in 2000 and win the state tourney again in girls, which has never been done, right? That was, were you the first? Well, I think, 
Charlie Mitchell had actually done it at Pickett County with the boys and girls. Okay. And I think I was the maybe the first one to do it with at two different schools. I got so, you. I got you. Um, and now Barry, you know, Barry Workman's done it at uh, – he's done it at Hickman and Blackman. Okay. So I guess there's three of us now. But okay. uh, two really good coaches too. Charlie and Barry are great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you won the state tournament. So who were your, some of your players at Bradford High School? Well, we had Miss Basketball um, in 2000 was Jessica Henson, who went on to Union to play. And um, then we had Jenny Lanham was on that team, and she was Miss Basketball the next year. Oh, wow. So, and then we had uh, Jessica's sister, younger sister, Jennifer, who went on to Union to play and is coaching middle school out at McKenzie and is actually married to Chris Nelson, is the coach at Bethel now, the women's coach at Bethel. Okay. And then Danielle Page played on that team. Um, Danielle went on to have a four-year career at UT Martin. So, um, you know, again, some really good players. Uh, you know, we were – the year we won it was when uh, Molly York and Erica Davenport were at Wayne County. And uh, we were down 12 with about five minutes and somehow snuck back in and won it. And, um, you know, but I'm going to tell you, that, uh, that Wayne County bunch was tough. You Thanks. know, um, and that, they're always good. Seemed to be when David was there, and you know he had a great run down there. And you know it was those two kids, York and Davenport, were two of the better basketball players I've seen in the state. And even though they played single A, you know I, I think they were exceptional players. And uh, Erica went on to Belmont, and then Molly went on to Tennessee Tech to play. So that little Southwest corridor. Has some great girls basketball. You mentioned some. Yeah, and you know that Wayne County at one time has had three girls state champions, uh-huh. and I think within like ten years. Yeah. Um, or fifteen, because because Collinwood won one in that frame time frame, Wayne County won one in that time frame, and uh, Clifton, Frank Hughes won uh-huh. one in that time frame. Uh, so yeah, phenomenal feat. Then you throw in Summertown and Loretta and Perry County, and it's just really cool. You know, Greg Tips is one of my best friends. And okay. He coached the girls for seven years at Loretta, and he's back there coaching the boys now. And that 12A, I'm telling you, it's a whole heck of a lot of fun. If you yeah. love high school basketball, just jump in the car and go 43 South. And if you don't want to go to Summertown, Loretta, get on 64 and go west. It's, it's uh, I'm gonna tell you, you'll find something. It's 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 really neat, and it's been it's been great forever. You know, yeah. It really has. Yeah, and I and and you so you so so let's move that way. So you you come back to that part of town to kind of your kind of where you will you be for a while. So you're at Lawrence County, yeah, for three. Well, years. so you know, I kind of want to get back to Middle Tennessee, yeah. where all my friends were. And, it was a bigger job, and you know how it is when you're mid thirties. You know, it's just bigger's always better, right? Well, not right. necessarily, but it, I thought it was. So, Mickey Dunn had called me, and they had an opening, and you know, I had a chance to go there at Lawrence County, where you know Willie Joyner had won a state championship, you know, in '98. So um, this was 2001, and um, they had an opening, and Mickey hired me, and you know, we were. That first year, we get to the finals and lose to Sevier County. You know, um, we, we were 11 of 50. I will never forget this. We were 11 of 52 in the final game. And, uh, you know, we 
you know, we've shot it well the whole tournament. And we just, that night, we just didn't shoot it well. And they were good, don't get me wrong. But, you know, we were 11-52, too. And, you know, they beat us in the finals. So we lost in the finals in 01. Then, you know, we just couldn't get over the Shelbyville thing in yeah. um, 03 and 04. Uh, I guess it was 2002 we got beat in the finals to Sevier County. Then 03 and 04, we lost to Shelby in the region semi. Said had two really good years, and uh, you know, but you know, when you were playing Rick's bunch back then, you didn't stand much of a chance because he yeah. does such a good job and still does today at middle. And um, you know, they had Fuller who went to UT, who's now the coach of Gardner Webb, and you know, Ashley Newman went on to play at Maryland, and you know, they had Kim Dye that played at Florida. And, I mean, it was just loaded. You know, loaded that uh you know i'll say this too you know as loaded as they were that year and in the previous 15 or 20 years you know you still got to coach them right so (laughs) i mean it's it's tough you know sometimes there's not enough balls to go around the gym for all those kids but coach insel the job he did at shelbyville and his 775 wins i think is what it is uh and you know i don't know 10 or 11 state championships uh, is a phenomenal feat. Um, and, he's, and he's done so, a great you know, job. Of, he walked into MTSU uh, yeah. and was legit right off the bat. Yeah, and just, you know, kept it rolling and yeah. still rolling. It's been a tournament, you know, numerous times. You know, been in the NIT, you know, some times there too. And coached kids that have been in it, you know, that are playing in the WNBA now, Alicia Clark. And, yeah. You know, it's um, he's done a really good job. He's He's got the whole community behind him. I think that's just a neat place to coach in Murfreesboro. Yeah, that's you know? a great area. Right, so, yeah, it is. So you mentioned so Lawrence County. You you mentioned Loretta, and I want to go down there and see a game really bad. And I, I, I yeah, the barn. The, yeah, the it's barn. awesome. But it, so the Ashley Rutledge, did she play for you at Lawrence County? She did. Yeah, yeah she did. And don't believe any of her stories. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Ashley was in that oh three class. She went on to Freed Hardman, had a really good career, and you know I still talk to Ashley oh once once a week. Uh, in fact, Susan and I, my wife, went down to Loretta about three weeks ago to have dinner with Greg Tips. And, uh, you know, smart my wife's a guidance counselor here at Forest High School in Chapel Hill. And so she likes to go see the team, the Forest football team play, okay. you know, every now and then. So we rode down there. You know, I ran into Ashley that night. Uh, it's good to see her. She's doing well. She's got one heck of a team. Um, yeah. yeah. With the you know, I hope I can break oh, through it this year and, and win it. You know, she's done a good job. Um, She's got uh, some some really good talent down there, and uh, but she's done a good job with them too, you know, developing them. So right, I look um, forward to getting out. You know, yeah, so that's a good point. So you you de- you decide to get in the college ranks after that? Yeah, well, that was smart, wasn't it? I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, again, bigger's better, right? You know, this college stuff. But uh, yeah, so I go to Evansville for a year and was Trisha Cullips' assistant. I had a great experience and uh, just kind of, you know, it, it was hard, you know. Uh, what was had, hard about it? The, just, well, just the recruiting all the time. And it, it it was, you know, in the Missouri Valley League, which is, you know, we, we had a little bit, you know, our, our budget was really pretty good a little bit more than probably you'd find the OVC or the SOCON today so you know and then we're flying places and I actually flew a couple places to recruit and 
you know, I don't know, just the time gone away. And my kids being at such a young age, you know, that, that was really hard too. And it was just, you know, I've made a couple mistakes in my career and I'll share one, one of those with you here in a little bit, but this was one of them. I, if I was smart, I'd stay in Lawrence County, but you know, it's, it's one of those things that eventually ends up working out. So anyway, yeah. so I come back and go to Franklin County, that job came open and, uh, Morris Rogers, the uh, countywide AD down there, <clears throat> um, hired me, and I had a good four years down there. Um, you know, we got to the regional tournament every year and uh, had some really good kids, too. Um, Julia Zimmerman, who played at Lee, that's one of the state record holders for three-point, three-pointers point three made in the season, I think, somewhere around third or fourth she ranks as threes made in the season, and Dana Jackson, you know, she played for us, and she went on and had a great career in North Alabama. Um, so it was a fun time down there. And then um, and it was about 2009 where I'd gone through a divorce. And, uh, you know, I, I just felt like at that time it was time for me to, you know, take a back seat and concentrate on my kids a little bit. Uh, my son was in fifth grade. My daughter was in third grade at the time. And it was hard, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that I was there for them and, um, you know, take care of them. So Hillary uh, Hodges actually had an assistance job open at Riverdale. And, you know, she called me. She said, hey, look, you know, I know what, you, what you're going through. Look, listen, why don't you come up here and help me? And, uh, you know, you teach PE and uh, it's probably going to be a little bit more money. I'd say the insurance is probably a little bit better and you can, you know, do what you need to do with your kids. So I, I was really appreciative of that and uh, the opportunity she gave me to stay connected to the game. Um, in 2009, 10, um, you know, with, you know, the circumstances I was dealing with at the time. So, uh, you know, she was great. Tom was great. Her husband, uh, you know, kind of welcomed me in and, and made things easy for me. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed working with her. She let me have a lot of input with, you know, the program there. So that spring I'd been there a year and, um, Susan, I started dating Susan, uh, you know, late that past fall and, uh, we get, we get engaged. So I'm living in Chapel Hill and uh, Hillary calls me in the office and, um, you know, she says, Hey, I think Tom is going to get the Moorhead state job. And he was at the time, you know, assistant over at middle for coach Insel. And, um, she said, you know, would you want this job? And I was like, uh, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, she said, look, I think he's going to get it. You know, she said, I'll step down. She said, uh, Mr. Nolan's already had a conversation with me that, you know, he'd like to go that direction with you. So, you know, I mean, I was just in the right place at the right time. But all that doesn't happen if, you know, if she doesn't reach out the year before and bring me up there and, you know, bring me into the program. So, uh Still really appreciative for her and, and, and Tom. They're both, you know, I don't see them a lot. You know, I've talked with Tom a little bit on Twitter, but, uh, you know, appreciate them and, and what they did back in 2009 for me. When it kind of speaks to your, your advice earlier about sometimes taking the assistant job for a little longer or humbling yourself and, and you end yeah. up in a better spot maybe. Well, I just really believe that when I was going through what I was going through in 2009 with, with uh, you know, my divorce, yeah. that I needed to take some time with my kids. And, yeah. uh, it, it ended up working out. So 
Susan and I get married in uh, 2010, in the fall, and I got my first uh, go around there as a head coach at Riverdale. And you know, we get beat in the state finals to Memphis Central. And, that was you know, it, that was in 2011, right? 2011, we get beat. Memphis Central beats us, so they got Nina Davis who went to Baylor. Oh yeah, they had a Leah White, uh, a Leah White side that goes to Georgia Tech, Daniel Ballard that goes to LSU, and they had um, a uh, a Wooten kid that ended up going to Tennessee State and playing. And it then on, on the flip it was on side, your 2011 team. Well, that's we had we had, Alexa Middleton was a freshman, wow. and you know she went to ten, ended up going to Tennessee. Um, Taisha Petty and Olivia Jones are um, they're sophomores at the time. They go to middle. Jacoby is a junior. She ends up going to Georgia. So, I mean, I'm telling you, we had some we had some battles with those cats. Um, Memphis Central and uh, they beat us in the state finals. I can't. I, it all runs together. But we played in some tournaments where they beat us, and then we'd beat them. And uh, it was it was fun. You know, it, it was good. The, something I won't ever forget, all that talent on the floor and that sort of thing. So we come back the next year and actually won it um, in 2012. And we beat uh, Science Hill in the finals. And, uh, you know, Jacoby is a, a senior, Todd Olivia are juniors. Um, Alexa's a sophomore. And we picked up Shelby Davenport, who came over from Siegel uh, to play with us. And, um, she ended up going to Clemson and finishing at UT Chattanooga. So, but, you know, Riverdale. I, you know, I tell people this: it, 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 it's, it's a big school, but it's got that community feel. It, it really does. You know, everything. You know, the, it, the, the student body there is unbelievable. And Tom Nolan was our principal, and you know, he's the major factor of why there's so much togetherness there when I was there and even when I left and he, he remained on his principal and he's retired now, but you know, it, it was, it was a community school, even though it was a big, big place, you know, just mm-hmm. everybody was behind one another and everybody came to the games and, and that sort of thing. And it was, it was pretty cool. So, so then, and then I got, uh, yeah, I got that mama bright calls. idea again. So mama calls. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I got that bright idea again. I had to go <laughs> back to the alma mater and I tell you, I, you know, it, we had just won it and I'm sitting here in my house going, you know, well, what else, what else can we do? You know, I guess win it again, but you know, I, I got this opportunity to go back to where I played. And even though it was on the women's side, you know, um, coaching where you where you played and you didn't have to move and you know the the money was you know comparable to what i was making and um you know it, it just felt right i guess at the time and yeah. then uh was that coach i got in greg brown coach? yeah greg was the head coach he hired me and i, I was there two years and and you know it, it, it get again, got back to my kids because, um, my son, Susan and I just got custody of my son. So, so he moves in with us, uh, after my first year at Lipscomb. Well, I get into my second year at Lipscomb and he's, he's starting to play a lot of baseball and football and, you know, I, I'm missing games and even in the spring, cause there's so much going on with recruiting you got a kid on campus, got to stay in the afternoon and, then you got a university event you got to go to and you miss another game. And it was hard. Then, you know, he, 
you know, missed his football and, you know, he was starting to get, you know, recruited a little bit in football. So I wanted to be a part of that where I could take him to some places and that sort of thing. And, you know, um, the job at Wilson Central came open and it was like, I, I need to get back into, you know, a high school setting where I can dictate my own schedule and I can still be around my kids. Right. Right. Uh, Cause you know, when you're, when you're the captain of the ship, you, have a tendency to make all the calls. So, you know, if we needed to practice at a certain time that day and he had something going on or my daughter had something going on, then you can kind of schedule around that. So, and you couldn't do that when you were at the college level for sure. So, so you know, let, let um, me ask you, let me ask you a question, coach. So, okay. so you're at college, you know, you, you Lipscomb's such a big pool, you know, it pulls you in. Tell me coaching. I'll, I'll ask you a coaching question. Mm-hmm. How have you adapted? Because you're about to get back into the high school game. Tell me mm. the Don Meyer influence, and uh, you know everybody in Middle Tennessee basketball knows it well. You know whether it be the notebook, the verbals, the mm. the style of play mm. that you've mentioned. How have you have you had to adapt that a little bit as you you know you've you've progressed through your career? Um, well, I'll tell you this: I still use a lot of stuff that. You know, he taught us. Um, I don't use a notebook. Um, now, I, we, we do handouts because I think that's good. Um, we do handouts to give the kids, particularly when a moment occurs. You know, you can always go find something that he gave you that, you know, uh, right. associates itself with a situation. Um, you know, we X and O's wise, we, we, we still play man um, and we still run motion. Um, now. It's a little different, man. You know, when I was there and the way he taught it, you were on the line, up the line, and you were right. on pressure, pressure, pressure. Well, you know, we, we play or the way I play and played the last 10 or 12 years, is we, we play the pack line. You know, we're going to, you know, make them beat you from 18 out and eliminate drives. And then I think particularly it helps you rebound and coverage. So, you know, that, that's what we do there. Um, but, you know, the, the, the family type atmosphere, you know, I've I've kept. I feel like I think all of the kids that played for me would would tell you that it's you know, it's more, you know, there's a lot of lifetime principles being taught, and, you know, that sort of thing. I, w- I would hope because you know that's our job. You know, our job is to teach them basketball, but it's also to teach them you know life skills too. So right, you know, that's that's one thing Meyer was great with. You know. I, yeah. I'm telling just the life skill stuff, you know, the the toughness and getting through adversity and right. having the tenacity to, you know, like all that stuff. So right. there's a lot that I still got and use. And then there's some that, you know, get off other people, you know, you, yeah. we all got to be pretty good thieves. Right. So, right. um, you know, guys like, uh, well, I, I tell you who I think is one of the best is, uh, <laughs> Is Chris Fryer, and uh, Chris just retired, and uh, I I tell you what, I've picked his brain more the last three or four years, and I probably should have been picking it, you know, 10 to 12 years ago. He, 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 I think, is really, really good, and, uh, you know, he's a guy that, you know, the the game kind of opened up to, you know, a lot of stuff off the dribble, and we're going to shoot threes, and we're going to play fast, and all that. Well, Chris never changed. Now, you know, he 
you know, they always ran high low. They were always very patient. They always got the ball inside and they were going to shoot two footers and they were still going to beat you. Yeah. You know, the guy won 80% of his games, you know, which is, you know, phenomenal. I, I think it's unheard of. Um, you know, and yeah, I wish he was still coaching because uh, he, was he had Mount such Juliet. an influence. It, yeah, he is in Mount Juliet for over 20 years. So, um, really good coach, good guy. Uh, so, yeah. so, anyway, you know, I've got a lot from him. I get a lot from Greg Tips, um, you know, and, you know, there's college people that I, that I talk to. You know, Melanie Balkum, who was at Vanderbilt forever, I still talk to. You know, she's been great. Um, Coach Ensel's been good. I'll go watch him practice. Uh, you know, Andy Landers when he was at Georgia, you know, and I still talk to him because, you know, I got to know him when he recruited all those Riverdale kids. Uh, you know, you still talk to him a lot, you know, just about some Mexico stuff. And But, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. you, you got you to gotta reach out and keep growing. So, uh, you know, those are some of the people that influenced me that I'm appreciative of. Right. So then, so you're at Wilson Central for three years. You're back in the yeah. high school game. Um, y'all yeah. went 88 and 12 there. Um, we were. And uh, I, I tell you what, it was a great place. And, and uh, one of my very best friends still today is Jason Franklin. He's assistant principal out there and uh, still talk to him twice, two or three times a week. Uh, formed a lot of great relationships. You know, Jason's kid, uh, um, AJ pitched at Vanderbilt, won a national championship. And he's got another son, Baylor, who's running cross country at Ole Miss. So he's he's flying around the south, you know, watching Baylor run cross country meets, uh, hitting all those backyard barbecue places down in Mississippi. <laughs> you know, so he keeps me informed. <laughs> but uh, no, we had a great run out there, and uh, you know, we it was it was a fun place. It really was, and um, you know, the I guess the first year I was there. Rossi beat us in the regional semi. Um, then the second year I was there, we're 33 and 0. We get the state tournament. We're ranked number one in the state. And, uh, you know, Memphis Central beat us five points in that first round of the state tournament. Uh, we had a kid named Kendall Spray that, you know, I, I promise you, if she walked through your front door right now and she told you she played basketball for Clemson University, you, you would just shake your head. Because just she doesn't look the part, um, she, you know, as per se an ACC athlete, you know, looks like. But I'm gonna tell you that kid had a bigger heart than you know anybody I've ever coached, or just as big as anybody I've ever coached. And uh, you know, was a total team player. And uh, you know, she's the kind of kid that you talked about earlier about doing the dirty jobs. You know, I'd come in at lunch in the locker room. And Kendall would be in there hanging up practice gear. Wow. Without being told. Just she just gonna do it, you know. You know, it's it's some it's just one of those things you can't, you know, she's just gonna do it, you know. She just kinda got it. You know, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh she set the uh her senior year, she set the national record for threes made in a season. She made hundred and seventy. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I mean, we're playing Mount Julia and Lebanon. And we're playing, you know, Rossview out of our league. And we're playing Station Camp, who's pretty good back then uh, when I was there. And, you know, and she's shooting 43 and 44 from three. And the kid's 5'7", maybe. 
maybe five seven, maybe. And uh, you know, she she uh, she was great for us, and she willed us uh, almost to beat Memphis Central. Um, but she went to UT Martin, and uh, she was freshman of the year. Then her second year there, she was first team All OBC, and then she just wanted something bigger, you know, and uh, kind of put her name out there, and um, ended up uh, Clemson. Amanda Butler, who's from Mount Juliet, uh, Amanda offered her a scholarship, and she's there. She had to sit out a year. Then she played last year, and I think she was like fifth in the ACC in three-point percentage at like 38, and uh, maybe their second-leading scorer on their team last year. Wow. And then is back for her last year at Clemson this year. She'll play overseas somewhere if she wants to, but I'll pull she's her the up. best shooter. She's the best shooter I've ever coached, and, and I know I'm biased. I think she's the best shooter ever to play in Tennessee. Does she, she I just- do. Because of her work ethic, or I mean, is she? Well, yeah, I'd come in the gym at you know school started at I can't remember seven forty. I mean, I come in the gym at seven o'clock, and it's January, and it's in it's on a Wednesday, and we just played a Gallatin on a Tuesday night, and there's Kendall, and she's getting up five hundred threes, you know, and that's what bothers me about kids today. These kids want it, or they say they want it, but they they can't they can't engage themselves into extra work that's going to get them there or some of them can right you know some some of them like to talk it and can't walk it but i promise you you know i'd leave at night and she said hey coach i'll i'll put this up i'm gonna stay 30 minutes and get about 300 threes up wow and it you know i mean the record speaks for itself 170 in a year yeah and uh it's shooting at 43 44 percent right yeah, I mean, unbelievable work ethic. And she'll be successful in life yep. because of her work ethic. Yeah. You know, phenomenal. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely pulling her up this year. That's my, yeah. favorite, that's my favorite girls basketball player right now. No doubt. There you go. And it's Jason Franklin's too. Now, you don't know Jason Franklin, but Jason's uh, AP out at uh, Wilson Central. And uh, he's got a – He's got a couple posters of Kendall in his office. He's, he's, a, he's a sports nut. He's got about 500 posters in his office, but a couple of her. Of, of her. Yeah, 5'7", so. hardworking is, uh, is my favorite. So uh, There you go. All right, so then you, then you moved to Williamson County, and you were at Franklin for a couple of years. I, I got to – Yeah, I go down to Williamson things. County and uh, was at Franklin for a couple of years, and uh, we won the district championship my first year. Um, my second year, we don't get out of the district. Um, very competitive league. And I'll, I'll say this. Um, Holly Harris was great for us that first year. Um, yeah. And we had some other kids that were just blue kids that, that were really coachable and, you know, did everything I asked. And kids like Abby Unger and Sarah Harden and, and people. He was a hard-working player, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were just glue kids that did everything that you needed them to do. And yeah. for as good as Holly was, and she's at UAH playing now, you right. know, Sarah and Abby, they were great, too. You know, they're they they you know they're going to school. I think Sarah's at Tennessee and Abby's in Alabama. But, um, you know, they did everything I asked, very coachable, hard-working, just bust you in the nose type kids hey i saw i saw abby younger hit one of the craziest half court shots uh with the <laughs> Ravenwood. that was insane 
it just steals it. You know, the we're, we're dead to right. Dead and, in the water. You know, <laughs> her girl's throwing it in. I said, Abby, just, you know, we, we play the free person that, you know, you guys did at Cheatham County. And, mm-hmm. you know, they chuck it along. And she looked like Troy Palomalu stepping in front of that ball, takes one dribble and fires it and goes in. And, uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. It was, it was probably one of the yeah. greatest. I've seen a lot of basketball. That, that little one second was one of the wildest finishes. I've yeah. Seen. But I'm going to tell you this. Uh, Williamson County girls basketball, I, I've told Darren this. I've told Stormy this. Terry Merrill. Tate Matthews. Williamson County girls basketball has grown tremendously in the last five years. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. It, it, it has because it used to be Ronnie, 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 Ronnie at Brentwood. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, Ravenwood's made a state tournament. Centennial, and I know they're, you know, maybe a little down right now. They were not too long ago, they were in a sub-state game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, Daryl had some success at Franklin. You know, we had the one year at Franklin, we went to the region semis. Um, you know, Miles has picked up at Brentwood, and taken like, off and been really good. Uh, Paige has been really good, mm-hmm. and they've got some really good young kids now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I tell you, I think that it's it's coming, and it, it's it, it's starting to fester a name for itself. And I think you're going to see it continue to get better and better and better. There's some really good players mm-hmm. now. I don't think it's as per se athletic as Murfreesboro is, but there are some really good highly skilled kids that know how to play. And I, I tell everybody this, I think it's a, it's a picking ground for NAI D3 kids. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe that. I think that now I'm not saying there aren't D2 and D1 kids because there are, but I think there's a lot of NAI D3 kids in Williamson County girls basketball. Um, you know, here's a prime example. example. Uh, and there's probably a lot of people who never heard of this kid. Chloe Wampler at Brentwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best shooters in the mid-state. You know, hard-nosed kid, tough, high IQ, great academic kid. She just she just committed to Rhodes. And that, that's what this county has. They have the, the, the Chloe Wamplers of, you know, college basketball sitting right here, uh, you know, in Williamson County. There's a lot of those kids. Mm-hmm. There are. Um, I saw, uh, you know, uh, Zoe Pillar from from Nolansville just committed to West Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you know, and I know all these kids want to play at Belmont and they want to play at Sanford and they, you know, want to play at Middle and all this stuff. But it's you know, I would tell them this: it's not about level. Get level off your mind. It's where you can thrive. It's where you can have a lot of success on the floor, where you can have a lot of success academically, where you can have a lot of success socially, ethically. You know, where can you thrive, you know, in different phases other than basketball? And uh, it's really not about, you know, it's not a four-year deal. It's a 40-year deal. It really is. And uh, I think, I just think there's tons of those kids in Williamson County that are good NAIA D3 kids. I really, really do. And I think it's grown and grown and grown. And, I think we got great coaches. I mean, I, I think there are great coaches. You definitely do, definitely do skilled players and good coaches. Well, tell me, tell me a little bit about Summit. I, I want to talk to you more in depth, maybe during the season or right before the season. That's what we intend. Yeah. To do. But, but tell me a little bit about 
Summit. Uh, you're you're at Summit now. Tell me about the opportunity there. Yeah, and I'll just, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, and and I feel like I'm very transparent about whatever I've done. You know, I went to, I went to Summit because I thought it was a place where you could really, really, really grow a program. Okay, and and I'm appreciative of Sarah and Greg and Chad for bringing me there. Um, I thought the interest level was really, really good. I thought you could get a lot of kids engaged in your program. Um, and you know, we've got, we've got 23 kids in our program right now. It's the most I've ever had in my 26 years as a head coach. We've got 23 kids and, and we just got a lot of interest. We've got a lot of kids that want to play. And, um, you know, we, we had to, we had to cut some kids back in, you know, the summer when we had tryouts. Um, that you know because we just that's what we had to do and we kept 10 freshmen we kept nine last year how have you and gotten, i think that how have you gotten on an interest is that from working with the middle school uh, or well i i just i think there? it's a growing i well the south williamson uh community league i think is pretty good they get a lot of kids playing okay, okay? um i think it's a growing area I think it's an area that's growing. I mean, Spring Hill's got more people than Columbia. It's got 45,000 people. Yeah. Um, you know, they're building houses left and right. So I think the growth thing south has yeah. helped, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I just thought it was a place where you could really grow a program. You know, mm -hmm. I, I had a lot of confidence in Chad as an AD. I think he's hard-nosed. I think he's fair. Um, you know, he, he's going to be very supportive. Um, Greg's an old coach, you know, who's, who's an AP. Uh, now and you know Sarah is a old coach and uh, AD uh, played at Columbia and you know I I just thought all those things working together were really good and that's why I did it so right so last year we go fourteen and fourteen uh, you know and and Hillsborough beats us in the first round of the regional by one we had a three point lead with forty seconds and you know. Um, you know, it's just our inability to value possession of the basketball. And how many times have you heard Coach Ray tell you that? Or Coach Froden, you know, take yeah. care of the ball. you got to value possession, you know. Yeah. We just couldn't do it. And uh, But I think we've grown from it. I think we've learned from it. And, uh, you know, we're ready to take another step. I thought that, you know, Taylor and Marley, as, you know, the only year I had them last year, I thought they did a great job being very, very, coachable and listening to everything I wanted them to do. You know, they played for Kerry for three years, so it could have been very easy for them to tune me out. They never did. Um, and they set a bar, you know, um, got to the regional tournament, and, and they were a big reason why we did that. So it's this year's job, and it's my job to lead this year's team to see if we can get over that bar, you know, and get to the next step into a regional semi or a sub-state game. You know, that's our goal. You know, we want to get over that bar that was set, get to a regional semi or sub-state game and uh, just keep chopping wood and see how far we can go with this thing. But but I like our team. Um, we've got a good post player in Ellie Colson that's going to Eastern Illinois. We've got some wings with some experience that can shoot it and have a little bit of athletic ability. Um, we've got a point guard in Maya Kratzig that's a sophomore that I think is going to be exceptional. I like I think you, you know, yeah, she, she is, she's going to be really, really good. I think you're going to see her have some ups and downs this year. Um, but that's a typical sophomore, right? You just, sure. you know, they're still in the growing process. I think she's going to be really, really good. 
Um, you know, if we can get her to January, you know, I think I think she'll be a lot better. So, um, you know, it should be a whole heck of a lot of fun. You know, yeah, I look so forward to that. If we I look keep, to uh, that. yeah, if we can keep Jim Faye straight on the other side, I think we'll be fine. So. <laughs> and uh, I did see you talk about Hillsboro. I think I think Corey Allen, UT Corey Allen's daughter, is that's true. Yeah, Hillsboro. So oh, she's a good player. Yeah, good player. So really? that, that's yeah, be she is. To watch. Yeah. And Corey's a good guy too. He's, oh yeah. Um done a good job raising her and getting her in the gym. And I'm gonna tell you what, she is the most polite kid that I have one of the most polite kids I've ever come across. You know, they beat us in um on a Friday night. So Susan and I go Saturday to watch Jim and them play Cane Ridge in the semis. It may have been the first round, I can't remember. His first round game, I guess. And she came up and spoke and, you know, said, you know, what a great game it was and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, there's not a lot of kids would do that. And I think, you know, uh, obviously she's been raised the right way. and You know, she, um, she's got a bright future. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're, we're going to finish up with the, uh, the Tennessee Hoop Talk hot seat. We don't have a sponsor. <laughs> That's what we have to do. We're trying to get a sponsor. If you know, if you know a good sponsor, let us know. Uh, Darren but, uh, joins uh, <laughs> Williamson County AD. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's not messing with me. So, uh, but but I, so I want to know, and I, I've asked ask all the coaches this. Give me your okay. your starting five dream team, Coach Wild starting five dream team of, and I'll even let you if you want to. You can it can be boys and girls, but point guard, I'll go guard, girls. Okay. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're All right. So I thought about this a little bit. So my point guard is probably going to be Taisha Petty, who played for us at Riverdale. Um, she went on to play at middle. Uh, Taisha was a kid that could score at three levels. You know, she could she could definitely get to the rim. Her mid range was good, which is kind of unheard of today. Um, and then she could make threes. But she was so fast with the ball in transition, great passer. You better have your hands up and, and be watching when you're running because uh, she could she could thread it for sure. So I'm going to go Taisha at our one, our point okay. guard. Um, two guards going to be Kendall Spray out of Wilson Central. Uh, at Clemson now. 173s, her senior year, national record. Shot 44% her senior or yeah, her senior year from three. Um, she scored 54 points in 22 minutes one time. Jeez. Jeez. We're playing Harpeth Hall, who had a pretty good team. Yeah. And we're playing them at Page, and it's a before Christmas deal. And, and she had 54 in 22 minutes. And uh, she made 14 threes in that game, which is a state record for threes in a game. I don't think I'm going to so, miss Clemson game this year yeah there, it's Locked acc network or espnu <laughs> i mean they're, they're all over the place so you can catch them it. yeah all right. all right who's your three all right so three is gonna be alexa middleton riverdale she went uh she went to tennessee then finished at iowa state and actually alexa is playing in sweden now um he you know her over, mother he was over here playing and uh they were they had some pickup games going at otter creek church that i saw that she was involved with. yeah if there's a gym she's gonna be in it i okay. guarantee you yeah. so celeste her mom played at lipscomb around the same time i did she played for frank bennett and uh i didn't know that 
Yeah, so we kind of reconnect at, at Riverdale, and uh, it, it was it was neat. Lex was a good kid, you know, just very hardworking. Um, yeah. Just you know, again, she was a guard that could score at three levels, mid range three, and she could get to the rim too. So, all right, um, who's your four four player? Yeah, Jessica Henson who was Miss Basketball in 2000 at Bradford. Um, Jessica went on to Union to play. You know, she had some SEC looks. Um, there was some, some. I think it was just a situation where Jessica was a homebody. She wanted to stay at home. So we went to Union, played for Mark Campbell, and had a great career down there. Uh, you know, Miss Basketball. And, you know, we, we wouldn't have won it, you know, without her. You know, she was a phenomenal player, very hard-nosed, gritty. Mm-hmm. Kid, and then five. I'm going Jacoby Barbie. Uh, played for us at Riverdale. Uh, you know, she went on to Georgia. She actually got drafted by the Liberty. Okay. Um, and I don't know where Jacoby's playing somewhere in Europe today. Um, but just a phenomenal athlete. Um, we put her in the middle of that two-two-one, and uh, I mean, there were some nights I think. That you know, Ron Adelot used to tell me that that he could use her at strong safety, that she could break on a ball that fast. So anyway, that that that's my five. Uh, so pretty good five. Um, that's a great five. You know, made my made my job a lot easier. I can tell you that. Yeah, sometimes it's the the Jimmys and the Joes, right? That's, uh... Yeah, it's, you, you're right. <laughs> yeah. All that's right. It. So. so... One more dream team because I did say you're okay. You're a meet and three connoisseur. <laughs> if you follow your Twitter Twitter account, there's some yeah. good diners and drops. So I've written a few of them down, but I want to know your okay dream team. Your top five meet and three. Five? I'll take meet three. I'll take it. Doesn't have to you know if it's a burger shack or whatever. I'll I'll accept that. Um, okay, so we can go burger shacks on something like this. Yeah, but you know, you know that kind of style. Now you may want to check. You may want to check with uh, Tate Matthews and Jeremy Qualls just to follow me up on this to okay. make sure that you okay. know I'm cohesive with this five. But oh. I I think they'll probably they'll probably agree. Um, five. I'm going Sarge's Shack down in Giles County. Frank um, right off the. Yes, Frank Ewan. You're right. It's uh, I tell you what, get the better catfish on the dirty rice. Okay. Um, with the baked potato. That's Sarge's Shack coming in at number five. Okay. Number four in, in your stomping grounds. I'm going Barbara's. Oh yeah. Um, Barbara's Country Kick Cooking. Uh, mm-hmm. right off Old Hillsboro, second driveway on the right. Some good Australian women in there will take care of you with the. With the poppy seed chicken mm. and some okra and mashed potatoes, and you can get you a fudge pie to go. All right, all right. That's a great. So three, uh, three is is out, out off off the beaten path in Murray County, just south of Columbia. It's in Cullioca. It's a place called Campbell Station Grocery, mm. and it's going to look like an old rat trap when you drive up. But I promise you, the ribeyes are the best things you ever had in there. Get you a ribeye and a baked potato at Campbell Station Grocery. I like that. All, all right. right. Well, then now, now this is kind of cool. All right. Now you, you got to do this. All right. So when you leave Campbell Station, if you get on Dotson Gap Road and go eight miles south down into northern Giles County in Linville, and that's all it is, is eight miles. 
Okay. Now there's a lot of, a lot of turns in the road and a lot of, you know, maybe you go through a few creeks and that sort of thing, yeah. but eight, eight miles South in Linville, there's a place called Soda Pop Junction. All right. Soda Pop Junction is, is a, it's a great place for a, for a Dale, uh, for a hamburger that's been soaked in Dale sauce with some steak fries. Mm. But the thing to do is when you leave Campbell Station Grocery for dinner, go down to Soda Pop and get your peach milkshake. Mm. And that, that tops off the evening. And for guys like me, you do it about four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you're home by seven underneath a quilt, ready to take your Geritol by eight. <laughs> De- is there no decaf in between or no, no decaf? Hey, look, I'm telling you, decaf at 7.30, Geritol at 8 o'clock, and I got the Vicks Vapo Rub about 9, and I'm, I'm out. You're ready to go. All right, what's number one? <laughs> number one, it, it, nobody's ever heard of it. Nobody. It's it's in southern Marshall County. It's on the Marshall-Giles County line, and it's a place called Delina Country Store. Delina? Now, what, what I want you what I want you to do to, later tonight, I want you to Google Delina Country Store. Okay, I'm going to. Hamburger steak at Delina Country Store. Delina is a bump in a road right on the Marshall-Giles line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll tell you what, if the feds are ever looking for you, you go to Delina and they'll never find you, I promise you. So <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's, that's my advice. But Delina Country Store comes in at number one. Uh, it's It's a... What are we Goldie eat? and a Goldie, I can tell you. What are we eating? There? What? what are we eating? Hamburger steak. Go, hamburger go on hamburger steak, steak down there. Okay. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And, and I, like I said, if you yeah. don't like this list, if you if you may, you know, want to get a follow up on the list, call Tate Matthews and Jeremy Qualls. They can probably help you out. Okay, they're they're the experts. Have you ever eaten a Ber- Berlin Country Store down that way? You know, my wife, my wife is my wife taught over at Marshall County High School for a while, and. uh it, it's Berlin store and, Berlin I, and, store. and she, she yes. talks about Berlin store. Cause I called it Berlin. I used to yeah. say, Hey, let's go out to Berlin. I, she I'm said, Hey up. dummy, it's Berlin. Berlin. First, you got to pronounce it right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Don't go in no, there. No, but, uh, pretty good. Really good. Uh, I, so, so what I do you think, get there? I think Wednesday is the fried, uh, pork chop day. And yeah. it's, it's incredible. Fried you know, we're going to, we're gonna to have to do that over the holidays. You gotta come pick me up. We'll go out there. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I hear you, man. All right, man. Well, hey, coach, thank yep. you so much. Great stories. What a list. What what a list of dream team players you've coached, and uh, just appreciate you sharing everything with us. And uh, hey, you're welcome. And go ahead. Go. I was gonna say we look forward to talking to, about Summit this year. We'll be out there. In yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, love to do it. Listen, I really appreciate what you're doing for high school sports. On the basketball side, you know, it, it's so hard for these kids and these programs at the high school level to get any kind of marketing because I get it, Vanderbilt, Middle, the Predators, the Titans, you know, it, it, it's tough, but, but guys like you that are doing things like this, greatly appreciated by myself and um, just continue to do it. You, you're, you're much appreciated, man. Thanks, John. Thanks, Coach. And we appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. Bye, buddy. Yep. Thanks so much for listening to Tennessee Hoop Talk. If you haven't subscribed yet, please remember to do so. We are available everywhere you find your podcast. Also, remember to leave a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate it. 
for your everyday hoop fix, follow us at TN Hoop Talk on Twitter or Instagram. We'll see y'all at the gym. <laughs>